welcome to Find Your Career Calling podcast, dedicated to helping you find your next step outside of university by learning about different roles in different industries from the professionals themselves. So in this episode, I have Winnie, who works as an online specialist at Google. Winnie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. So just to start off, would you like to give us a rundown of your professional career so far? Yes. So um, I would say that I have quite... um, um, not the most taken route um, down um, to Google. So I graduated from university and I did biology at university for my undergrad. Um, I worked for a few years in retail as a manager, etc. And then I went back to uni to do my master's in business management. Um, I had a marketing internship and then over here at Google. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. And how did you... How did you make the decision that you wanted to go back to do a master's before rather than carrying on and becoming a retail manager and going up? Okay. Yes. Um, so I just didn't feel like I was being challenged enough in the role I was in prior. Um, and I was looking for a way to get that work experience. Mm-hmm. However, I felt like a master's in the right um, field accelerated that process for me massively. Um, so I chose my master's with a lot of, a lot of um, thought. Um, and doing that really opened the door for me to go on to do a marketing internship, uh, for example, at Henkel, where I worked for about seven months, and then um, before moving over to Google. So let's just dig deeper into your retail roots. Mm. I think a lot of people would be surprised that one could go from retail to a big corporate giant like Google. Um, and I think a lot of our readers get a sense that, oh, I only work every Saturday or Sunday in a part-time job in a clothing store. It's not really a proper corporate job. I think there's a sense that um, retail is sometimes undervalued, retail experience, especially because it's kind of the entry-level point for a lot of teenagers, a lot mm. of people who are not graduated and they kind of undervalue the importance of retail. Um, would you like, and I know that you have very strong feelings about this um, because you know you came from retail and you're at Google now, so. Yeah, I think it's really interesting and it's something like you mentioned that I'm really, really passionate about. I think that, you know, I'm in a role now where customer service is a must and it's something that so many people take for granted, but the truth of the matter is that not everyone can give good customer experience. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you work, like like you said, one hour, or well, maybe not one hour, but like maybe five hours in the store in the weekend, yeah. I think, oh, it's nothing. That counts for something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here solely, well, not solely, but partially because of the customer service experience I have. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really, really important to understand that no experience you have is wasted. Every work experience you have matters. And every skill you gain when whatever job you've done, you can leverage that in every setting. There's no experience that is lost, mm-hmm. regardless of how it might be um, looked at from wherever. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So if, for example, you're at a stage now where you're not sure what path to go down, that is perfectly fine. You don't have to know everything now. And your life, your career is going to change as you evolve and as you grow older. However, it is important that you do something. Yeah. So. It could be an internship at Google, fantastic. It could be a part-time job in a retail store, fantastic. You do right now where your interests lie and where the opportunities are for you yeah. because that varies for so many people. However, never think that whatever it is you're doing at the moment is just it and you don't see, you may not be able to see how it might yeah. lead you to your dream job, yeah. 
but just always be very aware that there's so everybody everybody here at Google for example have all come a different mm. path into the business nobody has one not everybody has the same route so sure. the more diverse your work experience is the much much that's how the more attractive you are to yeah. recruiters as well so you should really keep that in mind and value the experiences you have even though it's not like the perfect ideal internship at all the major corporations what kind of just to get practical practical advice because i think this is really important has there ever been a time when you were applying for interviews where you really thought your retail experience really shone through mm. and helped you get that role? So, for example, working in retail made me a people person. I'm naturally a people person. However, you learn to be a people person in situations where you don't want to be a people person. Mm. And that is a very, very underrated skill because in business, you're always going to deal with stakeholders that are not mm. always happy and you're going, you're going to have to manage that. So, for example, in my um, um, interview, for example, coming into Google, my customer experiences was massively mm. um, appreciated. This is These are skills that people learn, have to learn on the job. And this is something that I don't have to think about twice. It just comes supernaturally to me. Mm -hmm. So I've gone for interviews um, where I felt that that really helped. However, also when you're in customer-facing roles, obviously your customer experience mm. skills are much more value uh, value than almost any other skill, really, mm -hmm. because everything you can learn but customer skills or customer service skills are soft skills that comes naturally to people or you gain with experience. Yeah. So really take advantage if you're not in, like, the most ideal internship experience, take advantage of those customer service experiences. <laughs> So now let's move on to your master's. There might be some listeners who are not sure whether a master's is for them or whether to just jump straight into work. Um, yeah, so definitely. So, for example, I'm a very, um, again, unusual situation. So I did my master's four years after I, I, I did my undergrad purely because I just really wasn't sure of what I wanted to do. I, in my opinion, think your master's is worth it. However, I think you need to be strategic about mm -hmm. how you choose your master's. Don't do a ma well. You can do a master's just because it's the natural progression of things. Well, I've done my undergrad and I should do my master's, fine. However, if you're much more strategic about your master's, you can open doors for you that you don't currently have. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I wanted to work in business, mm -hmm. but I did not want to wait to get the business experience. Mm -hmm. It might take longer. I had no relevant experience. So I did a master to kind of accelerate that. Yeah. And that really helped me. Mm -hmm. But I think master's is definitely worth it if you want to use it as a means to an end. Yeah. Don't just pick any random master's because that's what you wanted to. For example, let's assume you've done a media communications undergrad because, oh, it sounds interesting and fun. And you're maybe noticing now that maybe there are much more interesting areas that you're, well, areas that you're much more mm -hmm. interested like maybe I don't know you want to learn more about machine learning for mm -hmm. example you could then maybe do a, a master's that is related to machine learning or business or find a way to incorporate that um so I would say just be very very strategic about how you choose your master's and don't make any flippant choices because it does affect your career a lot more than your undergrad uh, might I think it kind mm -hmm. of stares what direction you go into Awesome. That's really great advice, Winnie. Um, moving on from there, you said that you then interned in a marketing firm or a marketing agency. Yeah, correct. So I, like I said, I chose my master's. Um, I did business management, which is quite broad. And that was specifically because also, so I didn't know what master's I wanted to do and also wasn't really sure what direction I wanted uh -huh. to go down. Yeah. So I wanted to keep my options open. Um, in the UK, for example, where I studied, 
it really didn't matter if your master's was in business uh, management or in chemical engineering, you could still w- go work for like Deloitte or yeah. wherever, come, like it really didn't matter. Yeah. So that is my situation. However, I don't know if that varies in other countries. I can only speak from my personal experience. Anyway, so I did um, do a marketing um, internship, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, and I felt like, my master's being generic allowed me to touch on multiple modules um, that really, really um, helped me in that internship. So I did loads of modules like finance and branding and marketing, obviously, and loads of courses like that, which was really, really helpful. Um, so, yeah, I would say that that master's did open that door for me. That was the whole reason I wanted to do my master's. I wanted my master's to help me open a door I could not have opened mm. without it. You get what I mean? Like, yeah, it's really, really sure. important to be strategic about that decision and not to make any I never thought about that way as well you put it so well when you said that I didn't want to get that business work experience I kind of want to accelerate that and say look I have a business degree that I did for a year and I you know passed it and I know the theory now just Give me a role. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I never thought of it that way because no, most people would tell you, save the money for the masters and just work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why I said, like, if if you had asked me right after uni, do I want to do a master plan? Hmm. And if I done it immediately, I may, if I didn't know this, for example, I may have just chosen, oh, okay, I did biology, let me do biomedical um engineer or biomedical um, biology for example so I think that it's really really important for you to choose it very very well and then let it do the work for you did you did you get any kind of difficulties or did you get any pushback from any universities when you said here I am with a biology degree I want to do a business degree not at all all. I think it depends and I think Mm. you know times are changing very very quickly Mm. so when I did my the business school I went to University of Bath um, School of Management Nobody, in fact, I think that was one of the criteria. You could not have done an undergrad, a business related undergrad, to be on that master's program. Mm. So, more and more, a business degree is becoming something that is necessary. It's no longer uh, a privilege, it's really something that is seen as important. So, regardless of where you're coming from, you're openly accepted. And I think that's the, the feeling across many business schools, actually. Lovely. No, that's, that's great. It's great to hear. I just want to hear a bit more about the internship before Google yeah, and how that, so you, you finish your, you finish business school and then you thought, okay, I got this internship. How did you, did you learn a lot? How did you kind of use that internship to then apply for Google? Yeah. So that internship was really amazing in the sense that I went to work for a German FMCG company um, called Henkel and luckily for me the business is a massive business in Germany however in the UK I were a lot smaller which allowed me a lot of ownership for the projects I did so I worked in close proximity with my with my other uh, managers and the team so I never felt actually like an intern and I didn't carry myself as an intern Mm -hmm. I carried myself like as if I was the manager there not in attitude but in just the way I worked you know I was very I held myself accountable to a lot of things so people held me more accountable so it's really really important to position yourself in the team as well like as someone who is extremely valuable. Um, and I learned so much because I was given a lot of freedom to do loads of things. Um, and I was I had budget to work on certain um, initiatives that we're working on, to work on multiple campaigns. And I would really say that came because of the way I approached that internship. I didn't approach it as, well, I'm doing an internship, I'm going to learn. I'm here like, I want to make a difference. I want to 
work here so much that when you're not going to want me to leave um which was the case you know when i had to leave it was not you know they, they were happy for me but it was kind of like yeah we really wish you'd stay and i think that's really really important how long was the internship for the internship was for a year wow. which i thought was particularly long for an internship wow. you know what i mean so um, i was looking for something more permanent and google came along so i said yes Awesome. So what I find really interesting about you is you have had one year experience in FMCG, which is an industry that I don't think a lot of graduates really look into. Most look in consulting and banking. So I think if you could provide any sort of insights on that industry, that would be so great. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's even at my university as well. All the recruiters that came on campus were more like were more like PwC and yeah, exactly. KPMG and all of these things, which is fair enough. You know, they are massive recruiters, so that makes sense. I think FMCG, um, the Unilevers, and PNG and all these companies are companies that you really should not overlook, even if they are on a smaller scale. I think sometimes the pro of a smaller business or a business that is not like maybe as massive as Unilever, Boston and FMCG um, is that you have a lot of ownership. You know, it's a very, very flat structure. I know that every company says, oh, we're flat, <laughs> yeah. but that is not always the, the case, case yeah. in reality. Do you know what I mean? So a smaller company, I was working side by side by my marketing director. That would never wow. happen in a massive um, business. Do you know what I mean? So, How did you find the, uh, was it through university? Um, I found it on Glassdoor, I think. Wow. I find Glassdoor to be an amazing <laughs> no, resource. Right. I How think, much does this pay? Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. And I, what I liked about Glassdoor was more about the employee yeah. uh, reviews. I find that to be so helpful because people, it's an anonymous platform. So people shout are really, really, shout out to Glassdoor.co.uk. <laughs> you guys helped me. Um, so yeah, I found it through Glassdoor. And Glassdoor is amazing because I didn't know you could also apply for jobs through Glassdoor. Yeah. So you've got the reviews and then you've got the job that you can decide if it was something you wanted and I wanted to also work with people that were you know that were just really nice and would allow me ownership and my manager said to me from the very first day the way the team is set up the more you take on responsibility the more you'll be trusted so if you if you're an intern who doesn't want to take much of responsibility that's fine but then nobody's going to come up to him like hey there's this project I want you to work on mm -hmm. so you really I think for me the advice I'll give anyone going into an internship is just really own it go above and beyond I'm act like as if you belong there. Not like I said, for the temporary thing, act like you've been there for years mm -hmm. and you're going to remain for years. Even if you don't intend to, that lasting experience is massive and it helps you as well. You feel so much more you know, passionate about what you're and doing. Proud. I'm proud, proud exactly. Of that you will leave yeah, that you live behind. And even if you don't stay there, they would always remember you in that line. You never know where you might, you know, cross paths again. So something uh, to keep in mind. Awesome. So all of those experiences have been great you are at google and it's amazing and <laughs> yes um of course it's not all rosy no of have course. you had a sort of especially because you you've had a lot of customer experience mm. customers are difficult but is there any particular challenge that you've overcome and how you how have you overcome it where you've just felt oh my god this is so hard but you know you kept going and you somehow figured out a way out of it I think, like you mentioned, I think the biggest challenge in the jobs that in the job I'm doing at the moment is obviously, and in any um, kind of role, you be just managing stakeholders. Um, it's always something very complex, especially when you're new in the business, because you never really know how to handle so many things. Mm -hmm. For example, if you're working in a customer-facing role, you're going to have customers that might be upset with you, but maybe not upset with you, but upset in general. Yeah. And knowing how to manage that, knowing it's not directed at you, um, and knowing how to kind of... Um, 
you know, um, make sure that that situation is not so volatile. Is all different challenges that I faced, and I found that knowing what my um, knowing, for example, having good product experience, product knowledge experience, um, being very confident, and knowing exactly what you're talking about does help. Um, but I would say that any challenges that you face in whatever roles you may you may be in, whatever internship, is um, something that is expected. It's unavoidable. Um, I always just say to myself, if I'm having something as a challenge and I don't know how to deal with it, I make sure that, first of all, I take myself away from that situation and just kind of reassess and say, okay, what could I have done better? Um, you know, what were my learning points, for example? Um, but yeah, otherwise, I would say that the biggest ones I face are, you know, just managing stakeholders and just making sure that I'm quite diplomatic and tactful is how I usually deal with situations like that. Awesome. Okay, so that's all interesting. And now at Google, what would you envision your career to be in five, even 10 years? Well, the amazing thing about working at Google is that, you know, it's hard to say. I could say something now and I'll be really, really interested to listen. There's a project coming up. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And yeah, and you know, the thing is also that I find, I could say that now this is what I want to do. This is what Mm -hmm. I envision. But I would love to listen to this podcast a year from now. I'd be like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that was so adorable of me. Look at where (laughs) I am now. Do you know what I mean? So um, for me personally, I want to, um, I envision myself being in a role where I have um, you know, a lot of autonomy in the things that I do, yeah. um, where I that where there's more strategy involved in what I'm doing. Um, there is a lot now, but I'm looking forward to doing that on a larger scale yeah. uh, for a larger region or for a larger customer. Um, so that's why I think I will be doing in the future. But um, yeah, stay tuned to see how that kind of shapes out. Any last minute advice for if you were yourself in your first year at university? Any last last minute advice? Don't worry. I know it's easier said than done, but honestly, don't worry. Like everything is going to work out the way it needs to be to work out. One thing I will always say is do something. Even if what you think you're doing is not the most popular or it's not the most, um, you know, the most frequently um, taken route, I would say just really do something, one internship there, a part-time job there, your own startup, your own website, your own blog, something, um, because you would never know in what situations you could present that. So, oh, look, I have experience managing a website because I had this blog about cat food or I don't know something weird but do <laughs> about cat food I don't know yeah, that was the most random thing I could think about but yeah just really really just do something with mm-hmm. your summers with your free time because yeah. all of those experiences together make you such a well-rounded candidate mm-hmm. that there's no recruiter that will talk to you you would have you would have something interesting yeah. to say so don't sit still just do something and don't worry Awesome. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you, Winnie. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. If you got to the end of this episode and feel like you want to find your career calling, check out fycareercalling.com where I can help you gain clarity and confidence in your next step. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, subscribe and share it with a friend. Because friends, life is too short. Find what you love.